Okay, so here we go. And I know what you're thinking, not another bloody podcast. I know, I know, but I'm taking the plunge. So welcome to the first ever episode of the Still These Faults audio experience. For those of you who follow my work already, you can go to stillthesefaults.com to find out more about some of the stuff I do. And this podcast is basically going to be about reflections is probably the best way to describe it on learning personal development managing the monkey mind being all things better humans pretty much so i'm going to try and keep these short and concise as much as possible and in the first episode i am going to focus on employee reboarding post covid19 or as some people call it returning to work and what that will mean by going back to the workplace and actually how we will all need to be supported when we return to the workplace and how our teams our leaders our managers our HR teams can actually support us and what we can do in terms of building a really strong reboarding program to help people get used to this I suppose new normal and that will be the biggest hashtag of the year is the new normal but to really help people get used to this new world and how we're going to work and how we're going to connect socially with each other so there's lots of opportunity to do stuff to help people get back to this and get familiar with this way of life and it's really important as well if you think about many companies are going to want to be productive as soon as possible from the losses that have been made during the times where it has been difficult over the last few months and the key to that will be the people in the business and all workplaces will need to appreciate that they'll need to focus and invest in their people and helping them deal with what has happened and process that and then help them get used to this new normal. And for me, this is really going to be crucial in terms of businesses being able to be productive, get back to where they want to be. And it all starts with people. So let me start rambling on and let's get into it. Okay, so it's good to preface here that these are just my thoughts. I'm happy to you know, learn from others and I'm just kind of putting out there some of the things that I think will be pivotal as people start to you know, return to some form of office life. And I'm sure there'll be more on top of this. But for me, these are the kind of the main thoughts that have come out when I think about this at the moment in time. So you may or may not know a popular phrase at the moment, which is kind of kicking around social media and in the news as well, is reboarding. So basically reboarding is to onboarding with welcoming and it's actually looking at reintroducing people back to the workplace after a disrupted environment which has been caused by COVID-19 which we all know has been massive from an individual level and a shared human experience and for me reboarding is something that should be really high on the workplace agenda and particularly with HR teams because we've had such a long period of disruption this will cause uncertainty and a lot of fear from people and there'll be an adaption period that everyone will need once they start getting into a flow of a new way of working. With this adaption period, we'll need to have a plan to help people get settled and actually look to navigate what this new world will look like. So as I said in the intro, business leaders and HR teams gonna be essential in this phase of reboarding. It's gonna be a time to lead people in continued strange and unknown times. And the health of the people will really depend upon what happens with the business and the product productivity that could come out of that. Having a strong reboarding program as you would have an onboarding program when you bring new people into business is going to be essential for you to get back up and running again and really get going from where you have been. So you're probably thinking now, okay, need to do a reboarding program. That's great. What does that look like? 
and what can be part of a strong reboarding process? And that's a good question. So now I'm going to unpack the five elements that I feel will make a strong reboarding process. So the first one is space to process emotions, allowing your people to process any emotions they've had over this time, post this time, and as we go on about all of these events. So we've all felt the effects of this really strange time in some way, you know, whether it's been first-hand experience with unfortunately contracting the virus, losing loved ones, or dealing with the experience of a lockdown. We've all had a separate experience. We've also had a collective human experience. And I feel like a lot of this may change us forever in some ways. Of course, there's gonna be a psychological after effect from this time. Fear and worry and uncertainty will not disappear easily sadly. And this is why really my first point is on focusing on giving people the space to process their emotions and process how they feel. I think as humans, we do this thing of trying to shove our emotions to the back of our mind and not deal with, in, in some ways, the kind of grief that people have been having here and the frustration and the anger about the uncertainty and not being able to control situations. So I imagine the first few months of a post-lockdown life, of course, will continue to be a strange experience with reimagining the office and looking at social distancing, how we interact from a social capacity. So what we need to do is let ourselves feel and let everyone feel whatever it is they need to feel about the situation and give everyone space to process this experience and the ongoing movement as we return to this flow of a new working life. So for me, it's essential from the get-go that people are given that room to process everything they need to and for the workplace to give people that space where they can work through that appreciate that have emotional intelligence and awareness around this as we all know not regulating our emotions can lead to prolonged bouts of feeling demotivated distracted and ultimately that will stop any of our people performing at their best and the next one is to look at focus on the enormity of the possible now this is a really kind of popular phrase that i throw around and people probably think it is really cringeworthy but for me it's it's kind of one of hope it's kind of one of looking to what can be in the future and we all know the ride has been rough for us over the last three to four months and whatever experience we've had you know it's safe to say motivation enthusiasm and focus is probably going to be extremely low so it's really going to be the role of leaders and HR teams to help people re-engage with the workplace and showcase that the potential that each of us has going forward or as how I coin it focusing on the enormity of the possible now I imagine that the experience that we've all gone through will make some people more determined than ever get out there to do stuff and to take the ball by the horns as they say for some of us might be feeling a little bit flat and we just need a touch of reignited hope once again so we've got these two camps and you've probably seen this across social media channels you've got some people who are like yeah i'm gonna do lots of stuff during lockdown and lots of stuff when i get back i'm gonna learn loads and there's other people who just want to kind of chill and relax and take time and both of those are valid experiences and people should be allowed to do whatever they wish to with their time to process how they're feeling and as i said i always say to people in the industry i work in it's all about enabling people to believe in the enormity of the possible and this is something that we now need to do for everyone more than ever is to help them keep looking forward find out even though in difficult times that there is hope and they can focus and start to see once more that the possibilities that lay before them in this new world even though we talk about this in a, a negative realm in media actually 
a new world brings opportunities as well. And that's something that we need to connect people with too. And this brings me nicely on to point three, which is navigating that new world. So for better or worse, this pandemic has really changed the workplace and how we're going to navigate life forever. It feels like to me like Pandora's box has been ripped wide open and I don't think we're going to be able to shun it now. So across the country, offices have been emptied, travel has been non-existent and everyone has been forced into this kind of remote first digital world overnight. And something that was once considered all but impossible by many workplaces and a dream for many workers has now become a false reality overnight. So people wanting to have you know, remote working, being able to work from home, smart working, you might call it. There's been opposition for companies from years thinking that people will not be as productive if they're working from a different location and not seen to be in the office where they can be monitored. But actually now that's all changed overnight. And many of us have been now working remotely for several months. So this will definitely create a mindset shift in how we work daily. The daily experience for us has most certainly changed. And I don't think, nor do I personally believe that we should go back to the way it was. As I mentioned earlier, there is opportunity in the lessons we're learning right now to create a better design of life create a better way of working. Now, obviously, I'm a realist here. There are pros and cons to the way I've been working. But now's a great time to actually build a new way of working that supports the majority of people. So a lot of workplaces have been forced into this digital transformation overnight. And this experiment that we're kind of having right now is going to produce lots of data for us to see. And this is really going to inform our decision in terms of how can we navigate this new world? But it's not just the digital transformation which people will need help with. It's also the way we behave going forward, the social element. So there's going to be a psychological impact in how we interact with each other, especially in the restrictions that we're going to continue to feel in the post-lockdown world. Many of us have spent months, you know, hiding from others, running away from people down the street where we see them. And that's not good for kind of our social side as, as human beings. So not being around fellow humans and seeing them in the outside world. But now we're all going to have a job in terms of reprogramming these kind of new behaviours and how do they fit in with society today? And how do we interact going forward? So I don't have all the answers on that. I don't think anyone does. This will be something that will continue to evolve over time. But it's going to be interesting. And looking at the subject of engagement brings me nicely to point four, which is looking at re-engagement with workplace culture. I think it's going to be a, such a big task for all workplaces. Now, I imagine, you know, most businesses are going to be chomping at the bit to refocus their people and speed back to productivity as quickly as possible. Now, it would be great if this happened overnight, just as the false digital transformation, but realistically, we all know that's not going to happen. To get the best out of people, they'll need to be re-engaged with workplace culture, which they've been away from for so long, really. And it's going to be surprising, I feel, how quickly that we forget even the simplest things because we've not been in the same daily environment. So here, it's really going to be on the kind of leaders, managers, HR teams to reinvigorate that workplace culture. And again, this is going to be what I call an essential early doors task with connecting people and culture together once more. And it's going to be a pivotal time in those first few weeks and months to remind people, you know, why is this place a great place to work? How can we support each other? What does that road look like ahead as we work towards our strategic goals in this new 
world and just mapping out for people what the workplace is all about once again and how we shape that culture in this new world. And on that theme of looking to the future, it brings me very nicely to the last point here, which is point five. And it's all around looking to the future and what can be going, what can be coming ahead. So right now, it's, it's probably very difficult because I feel like a lot, all of us want to do anything but live in this moment right now. We always talk about, you know, live in the moment, don't think about the future, don't think about the past. I think right now, a lot of people don't want to live in this moment. And I touch upon this in all of the points that I've spoken about so far. But for me, it's all about giving each of us something positive to look ahead to in the future. Our mind is very good at focusing on negative playlists and things that go wrong and the negative thoughts that come through. And which is why now it's key to start once more looking at that kind of hope and what can be in the enormity of the possible, as I mentioned previously. So, you know, whether this is focusing on career development, involving current skills, trying something new, or just being back in some form of interactive world and seeing other people. Looking ahead and helping each of us see that no matter what we've gone through, there is always a future. is really going to be a great enabler in helping all of us move on from these experiences, process them, and live in life once more. And again, this is going to equate to productivity in the workplace and people feeling like themselves again. So that covers my five main points in terms of what a strong reboarding program looks like. And as I say, it's really for leaders, managers, HR teams to be compassionate, encourage, support, re-engage and focus people in this kind of post-COVID-19 world to make them even better than they were before. And ultimately, you need to look after your people. You look after your people and they will look after you. So what can you do after this? For me, it's simple. Have a plan. Just like when you're on board and welcome new starters to your workplace, you need to take the same approach as you welcome people back to work. Reconnect, re-engage and work through this time together. As I say, these are just a few of my thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. Get involved, visit my blog at stillthesethoughts.com, find me on Twitter, find me on LinkedIn. I will have all of those links in the description on this podcast. And that's it for me. I have no idea if I'm going to do any more of these podcasts going forward. I'll probably experiment a little bit more. I hope you've enjoyed that. As I say, share your feedback with me and we will see where we go. 